Well, I had an interesting dream. It was like uh, I was at the school, Groveport Madison High School off of South Hamilton Road. And there was a long line of people and everybody was waiting for the bell to ring so they could leave. And somehow I was able to skip the line with no problem. And soon, like as soon as it, it, um, rang, as soon as the bell rang, I was in the air because I had already skipped the line and I was right by the door as soon as the bell rang. So as soon as the bell rang, I was literally like a hop, skip and a jump and I was outside and I was in the air and I was the only one in the air. I was flying and it was like I was heading home because at that time I lived in Independence Village, like when I went to that school. And so as soon as I was airborne, I just started heading in that direction towards my house in Independence Village. And I looked behind me and I seen my friend Brandon and he was flying with me. I mean, he was behind me a little bit, but he, he was flying with me, which made me really happy. And then um, I also seen um, in another part of the dream after that, I seen like um, 6 9 the rapper, like he was in jail and it was like I was watching a movie with him, but he was in the movie. And I remember he was speaking Spanish to me. And I'm like, what's the name of this movie? And it, it, I was like, como se dice in English. And he said, uh, I, no, no, no sabe, uh, the fresco, the fresco. And I'm like, the freshest? And he's like, yeah. And it was like about like this guy who was a painter, right? But in the dream, like, in the movie, the guy was just painting, like in the beginning, it was like he was painting with his hands, but in the end, I didn't even see his hands. It was like he didn't even have hands, right? And uh, he was painting like this, it was like plaster or like paper mache. So like, even though he was painting with his hands, it was taking form and shape. And he was like dancing while he was painting and he painted himself like as an actual person. And right when he was finishing his painting, he slid out the bottom of the cell where they slide the trays in. He was so small, he was able to escape out of that. And all he left was a replica of himself and he was free. So yeah, that was the, that was a dream. I kind of feel like it was a Harpazo rap, rap total rapture dream. So. And, um, I don't know. I'm just getting, I'm just getting deeper with the Lord right now. I'm reading the book of Adam and Eve and it's just really deep. So I went to bed with that on my mind. And, um, I've been, I'm, I was armed with three prayers yesterday, one for noon, one for 6 PM and one for midnight. And then I woke up right before 6 AM. It's actually 5, uh, 39 AM now, but I woke up a little earlier than this. And um, I think I had Psalm 42 pop up in my Bible feed. And so um, all the three prayers that I was armed with yesterday were Psalms. And then um, 
on my next episode, I'll tell you the those so you can say say them at that time. But these certain prayers are disarm and disable the enemy. And this was uh, given by a testimony of an ex-Satanist who, who knew that these prayers were successful in disabling and disarming um, his attacks. So, um, so I said those prayers because I know those were effective. Not like any, not that any of the other prayers would not be. Of course, they all would. But I guess these were especially um, effective in, in shutting the all witchcraft and warlock prayers down. And uh, like I said, I woke up and Psalm 42 was given to me. So I said that for the 6 a.m. prayer. So that's four prayers for the day. 6 a.m., noon, 6 p.m., and then midnight. So that kind of covers the day uh, and night. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I love y'all. And uh, go deep. Go deep with, with the one true Yahuwah. And Yeshua HaMashiach's name. Um, and I do advise you reading the book of Adam and Eve. I mean, your heart goes out to Eve because when that commandment was given to Adam to not eat off the tree, it was given before Eve was created. After that commandment was given, according to the book of Adam and Eve, after that command was given, that's when um, God put uh, Adam under the sleep, put him to sleep and took the rib and created Eve. And um, it was just tragic. I mean, they 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 died so many times once they fell, got kicked out of the garden. It was such a shock to them that they literally died from like shock. You know, they were just so shocked. That they weren't in the Garden of Eden no more. That they actually died a couple times, and God had to send His word um, to bring them back to life. And uh, and then uh, they were deceived uh, multiple times again after after the Garden, you know, by Satan, you know, and Satan came to him in the form of an angel of light. So that's how he was able to deceive them because. You know, he knew if they seen him in his serpent form that um, that he couldn't, you know, deceive them. And um, and I think after this, the second time he actually tried to kill them and then God took away his speech because he was able to speak before that. And then he muted him. So, yeah, I mean, and uh, I think he gave them he had like. I think it was Gabriel, Raphael, and um, another angel go get um, some things from the garden to give them to comfort Adam and Eve. And um, I know it was uh, rods of gold, myrrh, and incense. So it's interesting to know that myrrh is from the Garden of Eden. But um, yeah, yeah. So just drawing closer to the Lord. Um, the whole thing about being obedient is you get power. You get power from the Holy Spirit if, if you create um, a pure sanctuary for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. And that sanctuary being your temple, your body, you know, there's not there's nothing really you can give God. I mean, God is perfect as he is. You know, he he is. I am, you know, he is the beginning and the end. So um, 
the only thing you can really offer to him is purifying and sanctifying your, your vessel, you know, in speech and action and deed, you know, so, which I don't know, action and deed is probably the same thing, but, um, you know, you know, think pure thoughts, you know, try to make the best decisions. We know we, we're living under the curse and uh, we're going to make mistakes, but we got to run back to God. And I mean, even when Adam and Eve was, was here, I mean, they said that they would stand in darkness and pray, you know, for like praying fast, you know, for like month of over 40, I think 42 days at one point. And then one time they stood in the water and they was trying to stand there and pray for like 40 something days. And then Satan went and deceived Eve again and had her leave her place. And so had her walk over to Adam because they were in two different parts of the water where they couldn't see each other. And so when Adam turned around and seen her, he just was like, oh, my gosh, you know, and then he took her back to the cave. But, um, man, it's just a deep book, and, and uh, I love reading it. So, uh, yeah, just stay in the Word. Stay stay so close to, to Jesus that uh, nothing can enter in. That's the key. You know, it's not, a, it's not torturous. I mean, trust me, this is where we want to be. We don't want to be here in Satan's world. You know, we want to be as close to Jesus as possible, as close to God as possible. And, you know, it's a, it, I think we get angry because we don't know. But if we knew, we'd, we'd be willingly obedient. We'd be eager to be obedient, you know. And he told Adam after five and a half days, but a day with the Lord is like a thousand years. So five and a half days is 5,500 years, you know, um, before he'll redeem us. So. Deep stuff, deep, deep stuff. And, uh, obviously we're near that time and, uh, we're, we're, I mean, we will be raptured very shortly, very, very shortly. And I think that was a, a dream I've been asking for for a while. And it just felt so great to just be flying in the air like that. And they asked so many times, like, when will you detach our soul from our body? Cause <laughs> they just didn't want to be in the flesh, you know, they just want to be with God. And, um, God is so merciful and so patient and loving, and he's just a good God, you know, and uh, he he told Adam and Eve over and over again, like, you know, I, I will, he said, you know, you guys, because they kept murking themselves, they kept killing themselves, you know, and uh, he just felt sorry for them, but he knew how bad they felt that they were not in the garden no more. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to put an end to this. I'm going to come in the flesh and I will die for your sins. I will die and I will make everything right. So everybody can come back to heaven and be in the garden with me. It's just a beautiful story, you know? And, um, I just hope more people wake up. All right.